Hello, and welcome to College Planning Simplified. I'm your host, Ariel Villanueva from Advantage College Planning. More than ever, people are looking for guidance to navigate through the college admissions process. On this show, I sit down with admissions reps and consultants to discuss the ideas, the opportunities, and the strategies to take advantage of so you can simplify college planning. In this episode of College Planning Simplified, I talk with Justin Richardson from North Carolina State University in Raleigh, North Carolina. And Justin serves as a Senior Assistant Director in the Office of Undergraduate Admissions. And he's also the Program Coordinator for Native Education Forum, RevUp, and PAC Preview. Thanks for joining us today, Justin. Hello, how are you doing today? I am excited to talk about NC State today. The school's motto is think and do. And I feel like that's actually a nice setup for our conversation because I'm hoping we could chat a little bit about what sets NC State apart. And also, since we were just talking about this, since we're in the thick of application season, if we could talk more about what students can do during the application process. So I have a few questions. The first question, we get a lot from students, and it's geared towards this exploratory studies major that NC State has. So when you think about that program specifically, what support do students receive when they're studying exploratory studies? And what sets that program apart from other universities advising for students that are undecided? Yes. um, So with exploratory studies, um, I'm a I sometimes say I'm a little biased for it because I actually entered that program as well. Um, back when I was oh, going cool. to college, I came into exploratory studies, but I would say really the hands-on support. Um, the analogy I like using sometimes is just like thinking about the idea of going into a big swimming pool. Instead of just diving straight into the deep end, going directly into your major, it allows you to kind of walk in slowly. You walk into the pool, slowly get deeper and deeper into a program and find out what's best and what's comfortable for you. And so exploratory studies is really a good way for students to come in and explore all the different program options we have in career paths. Uh, what makes it more special, unique, I would say, is that hands-on approach, really working with the students from first coming into campus to really find out what's the best fit major they have, they want to go into and get into that program as well. Students come in taking uh, set classes, so a USC 101 and 102 class talk with the academic advisor to kind of talk to them about how to explore different programs, find out more about themselves. So are you looking for a career made more people-focused behind a computer, indoors, outdoors, as well as potential career options that kind of how it kind of goes into majors. So it gives them a wide range of kind of a spreading option through the whole semester. Um, Within that program, they will also uh, allow different college departments and career uh, services to come in and talk to students about their personal story and different options they can do and how to get involved. And so students can really see different options as far as being in the classroom, what that means a certain major, as well as different career paths for that. They kind of see the full spectrum side of it um, and go into that motto, think and do, uh, kind of putting everything you're learning into action and show how it can come full scale for them. And then for the students that are within that exploratory studies, does their advisor kind of work alongside advisors within the other programs or colleges when a student is ready to make that transition? Sometimes a little bit. Um, So it kind of gets a little bit tricky or how the advisor best uh, recommends it. And so for any student who's in exploratory studies and looking to actually go through the process of changing their major, 
they'll begin walking them through our CODA process, which stands for a change of degree application. Um, and anyone mm-hmm. can Google just NCSU CODA, and it pulls up exactly for any student who wants to change their major, what classes they may need, GPA, courses complete, anything around there. And so they walk, they kind of work hand in hand with going through that process and understanding the different criteria, different departments they be looking for and help the students. Um, and they'll also use some of our inner, tra- inner campus transfer department to kind of work with them as well. And so they're the main point of contact, but they do do some behind the scenes work, just making sure the students know everything they need to be that one point of contact to assist them through the whole process, no matter what. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like exploratory studies is a well-developed program when we look at like other programs across across the board who might gear more towards the language of like undecided students. Mm-hmm. I do love the idea of the exploration that they get to do and kind of leaning into action items to help them figure out their career. Yeah, so I'll pick on myself for it when I came in. I <laughs> originally thought I wanted to do psychology. And then after that first semester, I realized it wasn't the best fit. I then switched my focus toward animal science, same thing, wasn't the best fit. Went to uh, business and more the accounting route and then ended up with communication. Um, so I switched around quite a bit and was still able to graduate within the time frame I set for myself, which I think is a really good benefit. Um, some students are nervous at first with thinking about coming undecided instead of going into an actual major. I'm gonna throw off my progress toward graduation. Whereas like, no, we can still help you with that full process, still keep on the same timeline. It's just helping you kind of come in at first senior options with exploring and then seeing other possibilities as well. Yeah, I love that. Did you take like animal science within exploratory studies? And that's where you were like, oh, I want to try that. And then did you do the same thing with business? Yes. And so I came in um, my first semester, my first semester here thinking I wanted to do psychology. So I took classes such as pre-calc, I took a biology class and took intro to psychology. So taking still the general education courses. Um, after the intro to psychology class, I just realized it was really cool, just not the best fit for me. And so at that point, I switched my idea and the, the potential of thinking about animal science more. So same concept. I took more the second semester of my gen ed classes. So I took like English 101. I took another uh, math course. I took chemistry, I think. And then I took an animal science class, um, ended up taking equine science and just realized, again, not the best fit for me. And so as I was having different major interests, classes wise, it was still taking general education specific courses, kind of like entry level ones to see how I liked it. And if I liked it, we would go deeper. If I didn't, no worries. We have general ed classes you've taken. They can be a fair of courses. We're going to switch it up a little bit and do something a little bit different instead. Yeah, that's neat, though, that it still keeps you on your timeline and you didn't have to kind of stray from that. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. And also the personal antidote about your own experience too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So recently our team sat in on a counselor call and mm-hmm. there were a few folks on there, but one thing that came up, I mean, there were a lot of different pieces of materials and criteria that y'all had shared about, about the admissions process. So we found it super helpful. But one thing that your team mentioned is students need to address, so we're, ta- we're kind of switching gears now, thinking about the application. Mm-hmm. Students need to address both major interests within the application of the essay where they talk specifically about the major. So mm-hmm. to kind of catch our listeners up, um, our students, when they're filling out the common application, have the option to select two uh, options for a major interest. And then the question arises, um, tell us more about your interest within this major. And the team mentioned students 
they were hoping that students would share their interest in both majors. Mm -hmm. So can you talk more about that? Absolutely. So yeah, one thing I would say that makes us a little bit different sometimes is the idea that we're admitting students directly into their major and major program. And so it allows a student, if you know for it, for example, you know, for a fact you want to major in history, you can come directly into the history department without knowing that partly you're in that department in that major already. And so on the application, we give students a choice to pick a first choice and second choice major. Um, The way I kind of tell students to recommend it, it kind of lets you apply to us twice within one application, because what we're going to do is go through the review process. We're going to look at a student for their first choice, make first choice major as much as possible. If we can't get them into that, we're going to admit them into their second choice major. So you want to know more about the student and more about who they are beyond, of course, their stuff inside the classroom to learn where that passion and interest is coming from. So we want students to talk about both programs they might be interested in so we can make sure they have a true interest into that program and to make sure they're going to enjoy that major they come into. And so if a student happens to get admitted into their second choice major, we want to make sure you have a true interest or some kind of passion within there. So when you come to campus, you're still going to be invested and you're going to be successful with that with the whole process of moving forward with attaining your bachelor's degree, no matter what it is. And I have a follow-up because I know then students or parents might ask mm-hmm. this, like, is the hope for the essay question to be cohesive in that it kind of flows of students are talking about both majors within the one essay prompt, or are you hoping to see kind of a break between like a few sentences about one major and then a few sentences about another? Great question. We honestly see both and either one is okay. perfectly fine. Um, so we've seen some students where they kind of have two different parts, like, hey, I chose this first choice major because of this. I chose this major, other major because of this. And I've seen some other students that talk about just their career options and how they feel like both of them can go into one. Um, one of the other common questions we get sometimes is, well, what if I want to major in exploratory studies? How do I talk about it? And that can be something just sharing like, hey, I think I may know what I want to major in. I'm just not fully for sure. And I want to explore my options when I come in or kind of help me someone that got me through that full process and kind of have that mom or dad or guardian away from home walk me through the process of find the best fit major. Um, so any way they want to share it. Um, for us on the application, we always say, like, share your story, you know, however it works best for you, just tell us your story. So however they want to list it in that little word limit and talking about it is perfectly fine. Just be sure to talk about both of them so we can see where the interest coming from in some shape. Okay, I love that. Um, speaking of, like, more evaluation and thinking about how y'all are looking at an application, this comes up a lot uh, in our conversations with students as we're planning for course selection, which mm-hmm. is actually happening like this time right now for our juniors. Mm-hmm. So can you share a little bit about how your team evaluates the students regular of curriculum and also how y'all consider calculus? Is it reviewed? Is it not reviewed? Tell me more. <laughs> yes. And so <laughs> they can go down a deep rabbit hole, but uh, overall, it's going to come to the sense of the school profile and what's offered within the school system. And so and kind of thinking about an idea for a student who's applying to us, um, we look at things as far as that holistic review. So things they're involved in, their major they're applying for, what's been their story, their personal background, academic achievement, all that kind of information. And so we talk about the idea of academic achievement. We want to see you doing good in your course, in your classes you're taking and taking some challenging classes in the high school's curriculum. And so we encourage students who may be interested in STEM, for example, if the school has options to take pre-calc, 
and in calculus as well, try taking the more challenging classes because it's going to help build your STEM foundation and also support the interest in the program you're applying for. Um, but also on the flip side of it, if you're a student who major want, maybe want to major in English or communications or history, don't feel like you have to take calculus class because it's not you're not going towards a more STEM-based major, but instead look at taking them classes more like AP English or like an AP history course or something such as that. So it's still just taking the challenging classes based on the school's profile and what's offered and showing how it, can, how it supports towards your major interest and kind of help that build, build that foundation because it's gonna help a whole lot easier with transitioning to the university overall. Um, but we all, we like we know for some schools, like my hometown high school where I'm from, uh, calculus is not offered for as a course there. The highest math you can do is pre-calc. So from students in the area, we're not expecting to take a calculus class because it's not offered within the school system. So it depends. It kind of depends on what school you're at, what challenging classes they're offered for. But in general, you want to try to take the challenging coursework while still making the good grades. So A's and B's more A's than B's, but challenging yourself to really help build your foundation with coming in, coming in. So thinking about STEM programs, for example, a lot of it is built around them STEM majors such as psycho uh, psychology, Lord, I'm sorry, biology, chemistry, calculus, anything around there. So the earlier you can get start building your foundation, it's going to be a little bit easier for a stepping stone with coming in, transitioning to more of that college focused work. Okay. So when I think about the, some of the students that I'm chatting with earlier on, right, like mm -hmm. sophomore year, they're kind of thinking, okay, I want to go STEM for focused. And we talk about course selection and maybe they're moving towards the opportunity for their senior year to take calc, for example, mm -hmm. or take AP stats. Would mm -hmm. you say if they are then STEM focused, let's just say like engineering, for example, mm -hmm the admissions office would like to see a student taking calculus over AP stat in that specific instance. Correct. Yep. So that's a great example for it. And so if you're thinking about that engineering route, um, and you're starting off kind of figuring out what classes to take. Of course, try pre-calc first and see how that goes for you. And if you think that's really good, you're really interested and intrigued by it, definitely try to go ahead and take that more calculus-based class that can kind of build within that foundation. Um, stats is a challenging class, like AP stats overall within it, but it's a little bit different. Um, sometimes with campus, this is in the departments on campus, uh, stats is kind of looked at as a science at the same time, and less, mm -hmm. a little bit less of the math, uh, completely separate from the admissions process. That's completely irrelevant. Um, but definitely, I would say if you want to go to the engineering route or something within life sciences first year, such as biology, try taking pre-calc, and if your school has calculus as well, try to go ahead and take that also. Okay. And then I have a follow-up because sometimes this happens too. Mm -hmm. So a student is interested in STEM. We could stay on engineering or I like what okay. you said, like even biology. Um, they are, they have the opportunity to take calculus in high school, but it just doesn't happen based on their coursework or by mm -hmm. the time that they're, let's say like talking to us that we can advise them on taking calculus. Would it be like, a consideration if a student registers for a summer class to take calculus prior to college and they share that information with y'all. Gotcha. So if it's a summer course, um, in the review process, we can't consider that or take it into consideration just because the course is not being taken at the time or complete during the review process. Um, with a situation like that, though, so 
Calc is a recommendation we have, but it's not a requirement. And so you, it ain't one of them situations where if you don't have calculus, you won't be admitted into campus. Um, and so we just recommend students to take it. So again, it kind of helped go into their interests and kind of help them with that foundation and kind of get more about that building stepping stone for themselves. If you're in a situation where you're trying to take one of these classes and it's just not working out with your schedule, share that information with us. And so that's mm -hmm. given us the context. We say like, it's super important and give us the context because when going through applications, you know, we're seeing your name, we're seeing the information you've given us, but we don't know your story. We don't know who you are beyond this application we're reviewing. We don't do interviews for admission. We can't call every student and say, what happened? What's going on with this? So if it's situations where you can't take that class, we've heard students say the counselor just couldn't get in contact with them quick enough. And we also say, that's fine. It's not a requirement, but tell us so we have the context to understand what's going on, know more about your story, your journey and everything with that. So we can take that in, into context while we're doing applications. Mm, I love that. And I love that you shared that on our podcast so our listeners can hear it because that's definitely something we talk about with our students is mm -hmm. very much leaning into the idea of they don't know if you don't tell them. Absolutely. So that idea of the additional information is helpful. All right, Justin, I have one more question. This okay. could this could be your hardest. I don't know. It depends on, on how you take it. But what was the most surprising thing during this application cycle? The most surprising thing. Um it's not, it might sound a little cliche, but it's really honest. It is how phenomenal the students are becoming who's applying to us. Yeah. Um, I've been working here in the admissions office since 2016. And so I've been through the review process quite a few times now. And I will say each time I'm just a little bit shocked on just how much great work the students have done um, this year in particular, because you're thinking about students who had to battle virtual learning to also coming back into the classroom and just doing stellar work. And even doing things outside the outside the classroom, I think this year I've seen more the idea of students doing research or heavy volunteer work within our community, or just doing something outside the classroom. That I think every year is very shocking to myself. Um, even sometimes I look at myself back when I was in high school, like wow, I didn't even do all this stuff, or this stuff like wasn't even possible. So I think it's just the students are really going beyond above and beyond and doing a lot of great work. Um, and sometimes we I really taught the students in the review process. And we, I, I reassure them, like, sometimes we're not able to admit students and they're done awesome jobs. And I tell them like, you've done a great job. It's just that sometimes we run out of space or stuff like that within campus. But I reassure them like, you've done a great job in high school so far and don't beat yourself up because of that. Like you've done a great mm -hmm. job, you should be really proud. But I think this year, you know, we saw another increase of applications, which is great. But with that, it's just all the great work the students have done so far, thinking about how they're also managing everything else going on in the world. Um, it's very fascinating and eye-opening to see like they've really done a great phenomenal job. I love that. That yeah, it's it's cool to think about all of the things like thousands of applications. There are students all over the country and the world who are sharing their stories with you all and and they are able to accomplish so many great things. So mm -hmm. I appreciate you sharing that. That's neat. I think that is all that we have time for, but that was super eye-opening into the process. I know I pressed you a little bit on <laughs> the calculus because we just get it so often, yes. but um, I appreciate you taking the time to chat with me and to share this information with our listeners. I know that they'll appreciate it. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. 
Lastly, if you like what you've been hearing, go ahead and subscribe to us and you can even leave a review. And as always, thanks for listening to College Planning Simplified with Advantage College Planning.